When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go back to Friday night. A very special horse returned at Alexandra Park. Firstly, in the pacing race, Old Town Road returned. And he was good, came from 10 metres behind and won like a good horse should. But a very special performance because Bolt for brilliance broke a bone in his leg during the Inter-Dominions in Victoria last year. He spent 10 months away from the track he faced a 50-metre back mark in his return race, and this is what he did. Bolt for Brilliance leads a half a length, all cashed up. Three lengths, Gazman. They're followed then by King's Landing, top of the lane. Bolt for Brilliance comes for home. All cashed up. He's not done with up on the outside, the Australian, but Bolt for Brilliance, all cashed up. He's gone into a gallop. Bolt for Brilliance, the son of Muscle Hill. Win 15 coming up under the ribbon of light at Alexandra Park. And what a return by this magnificent square gator. Bolt for Brilliance, easy. Second over Gazman. They were followed then by King's Landing wishing star the numbers for those who didn't see the race won by ten and a half lengths okay maybe he didn't beat much maybe he all cashed up galloped but what about this he broke the national record for 2700 metres standing start that's a proper national record because most of the great horses Lyle take a moment pride petite they've all raced over 2700 metres standing start it's the signature distance at Alexandra Park. And he broke that record first time he was out getting angry for 10 months. Tony Hurley is his trainer and driver. And Tony, listening to that replay there, I didn't catch it live because I was so excited by the occasion. But you could hear the crowd. It wasn't a big crowd, but you could hear them. They loved having a good horseback. I'm sure you did too. Yeah, yeah, no, it was great, Mick. Um, great to come back, like, just to go a good race, I would have been wrapped in just the way he did it and, and, and gone, like you say, he broke a New Zealand record first up and yeah, and the main thing is he seems to have pulled up really good, Mick, and um, come through it really good, he hasn't missed a, missed a note since the, since the race and I gave him a wee jog this morning and he, he seems bright as a button so yeah, that's all the positives with it, so that's great. I want to cover that off, Tony, for people who, who don't watch all the harness racing shows and don't understand exactly what happened. What was the injury, and is it of any concern heading forward? Uh, well, it was a fractured pedal bone, which is in his foot, Mick, um, and, and it's always been, the, like, it was no fractures, great, but if you're going to have one, it was one of the better ones to have where it wasn't into the joint, and it and it healed without a step in it, and just, just healed really good, and the vets were always really positive with him. And, um, yeah, I, and I'm pretty sure, like, most of them, they never do it again in that foot. They can do it in another foot. That's the only thing. But, um, yeah, but at this stage, we'll, we'll stay positive and everything seems great with him. Like I said, he's pulled up really good after a, a terrific run first up and after 10 months, like you said. During the Inter-Dominions last year, Tony, he, he did warm up a couple of times looking a bit noddy and a bit sort of... I don't know, maybe as you get older, sometimes it takes your body a bit longer to warm up. 
Do you think now looking back, because obviously there's no way you can tell beforehand that he could have been feeling that at some stage? Yeah, he could have been, Mick. Um, you know, it's just hard to say. Like, as they get a bit old, they have a few niggles and that. And he's, he's always warmed up, well, for quite quite a wee while, just a, you know, just a little bit, sort of. But a lot of good horses do, you know, Sly Flying and Steg and those sort of horses always had aches and pains. But when, been such great horses, when they turn to the turn to the gate or turn to, 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 to into a race, they just sort of forget about their aches and pains. But like Richard McCaw, yeah, well, he's a bit of Macaw about him. Is he going to Macaw country? Is he heading down to Canterbury on the plane this week to take on old mate Muscle Mountain? Uh, yeah, at the stage, it's all it's all go, Mick. Um, yeah, so um, as long as I remember to nominate on Monday, we'll we'll be in. Okay, well, maybe we could do it over the radio now, Tony. <laughs> if you're, Brian Rabbit, if you're listening, can you nominate Bolt for Brilliance, AG Hurley for whatever race it is on Friday night? But tell me, that's an unusual situation. For, you wouldn't usually do that, like go 10-month break, race, then race the week after. So what's the reasoning behind that? Yeah, no, that's, uh, the flight down is a big help, obviously. You'll just jump on the plane on Tuesday, early Tuesday morning, be down there before lunch. Um, yeah, and then he's going to Jimmy Curtin's where he's been plenty of times before and he knows he settles in just great and gets well looked after there. So, um, yeah, it, it, you know, like I said, I usually like to have a couple of weeks between, especially first up run, but he does seem very well and he had a couple of good solid trials before he, he um, raced. And, and to be fair, when he pulled up after that race, like, you, you hardly blow a match out, Mick. You know, he sort of seems really fit and he's in a really good zone where he was like a, like an all-black who hadn't played for six months, he was just as soon as he got on the track, you could tell he just wanted to be there. And during the run of the race, he was more or less let me go in as soon as you can, sort of thing. And yeah, so he sort of he ran his own race really without me having to do much. While he was away on the sidelines, Muscle Mountain had a very impressive last twelve months. And Tony, looking at his last win. He seems to be able to hold his sprint a bit longer as he's got older. What do you make of it, you against Muscle Mountain? Because it's been a very fair series between you two so far over since way back in their two-year-old days. You have slightly the better of it. With that time away, do you think it might take a run or two before you get to the level where you're fit enough to beat him? Or after what you felt on Friday night, are you back level-pegging or able to beat Muscle Mountain this Friday, depending on luck, of course? Yeah, yeah, well, <coughs> we'd like to certainly think we're going to be competitive anyway, Mickey. Like you say, he has had the, the grounding a little bit more, but a little bit more racing. But in saying that, the way Bolt felt and went the other night, I know, like you said, the opposition wasn't what he's going to meet on Friday night by a, by a bit of a street with um, not only Muscle Muscle Mountain, but, um, you know, Phil's horses, Phil Williamson's horses, and Oscar Bonavino may, it may be there, I'm, I'm suspecting. But, um, and to get around those horses a bit different to getting around what he got around the other night. But in saying that, he's yeah, he's as good as we can have him at this stage, and, and really wrapped the way he's come through the race and the way he raced. Mick. So um, yeah, like racing always does those older horses good, and and hopefully it's sort of a reason why I wanted to give him another run. Um, then he goes perhaps to Ashburton after that, and so he'll only have like probably three races before the Dominion handicap maybe. Tony, this week it was announced that Cambridge are going to hold the TAB trot slot race. Now, I know this sort of stuff's not really your go, but I, I, surely you and your owners have discussed the possibility of 
potentially buying a slot or somebody you know buying a slot and you doing a deal because $655,000 for a trotting race just down the road, well, Tony, it, it almost sounds like a dream situation for Bolt for Brilliance after the comeback. Even for a guy like you who's been there and done that all over the world, that must be pretty exciting. Yeah, no, it certainly isn't. And keeping our fingers crossed that everything's good and he's he's at his best um, for a race like that. And and the owners um, are pretty keen probably to buy the slot themselves. So there's four of us who own them. So, um, yeah, at this stage, I think that's the way we may go. Um, we'll just talk about it a wee bit more in future, but I'm pretty sure that's the way the, the owners are feeling at this stage. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll just see how, we, how it pans out. Mate, it's uh, it's great to have him back. Um, any other courses in the team that you, you like the feel of? You had your big two-year-old back the other day. Look, he raced the older horses, which isn't much fun. He dropped out late, but I thought he looked in need of a run. And I thought the other little horse you brought back, Don't Stop Me Now, I think his name is. Uh, they seem pretty nice horses to go on with, Tony. Are any of them going to hop on the bus to the South Island? Um Probably not at this stage, Mick. Um, don't stop me now. I was very pleased with his running. Like he hadn't raced for about ten months as well, and they went a reasonably quick time in his his race. Um, so he's probably one to follow. Uh, he's a, he's a, obviously a nice enough horse, and um, he's got a good record so far. And stepped up the other night against seasoned horses, and I thought went a, went a good, very good race. So um, yeah, he's probably one to keep an eye on. Mate, looking forward to, to seeing Bolt versus the Muscle or the Mountain, whatever you want to call them next week, mate. Hey, thanks for joining us this morning, Tony, and, and well done on getting him back. I'm sure there was some very long hours for everybody involved, and it must have been uh, quite quite hard to see him standing in the box for all those months, but uh, he is boxed no longer. Yeah, no, that was great, Mick. And like you say, we had a lot of help from... Josh Dickey and, and um, Sammy Kilgour over in Melbourne when he stayed there for for six or eight weeks before he came home. So it was all a team effort, as you know. Hey, Tony, a lot of people, we haven't spoken about this either, actually. A lot of people wouldn't know that these days you're a grandfather. Um, obviously, you've, you've Ange has had, had a baby with, with Salish. What sort of grandfather are you? Are you one of those hands-on grandfathers or are you one of those grandfathers who likes to hang out with the grandkids and give them back once you've worn them up? Or do you do you have any, uh, does the little grandbubba come down to the stables at all? What, what sort of grandfather's Tony Hulahi? Yeah, no, very hands-on, Mick, as you can imagine. <laughs> I'll ask this honestly. Did you change any nappies at all on your grandchild? Because you've got, have you got grandkids in the US as well? Uh, no, no. Um, got one in Australia, he's, but he's nearly 12. Oh, okay. Uh, Richard's son, Ryan, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, about the nappies, Mick, I never changed one when they were kids, so I haven't started now. Okay, at least you're consistent, Tony. Well, consistency is the key to success, <laughs> mate. Well done. That's Tony Hurley, <laughs> who's back Thanks, with mate. Bolt for Brilliance and not changing nappies. Uh, still well into his 3,600th and something victories in his career. Our most successful ever horse person in a really heartwarming moment with Bolt for Brilliance back on Friday, and also Old Town Road for John Dickey. Uh, fantastic in the Kerry Hoggard Memorial, which would have been a big deal to John because John trains out of the property formerly owned by Kerry Hoggard and still owned by Maryland. So, look, really, really great nights racing at the park on Friday, special racing, and tease us up nicely for these horses to head south and take on a very strong local bunch of horses down there.